statue of Our Lady of Guadalupe at the U.S.-Mexico border. We are Republicans, and don't propose to leave our party and identify ourselves with the party whose antecedents have been rum, Romanism, and rebellion. We are loyal to our flag. Dr. Samuel D. Burchard, Presbyterian minister, and Union Civil War veteran. It had been my plan to continue my series on critical race theory, CRT, this week, but events, as they say, conspired against me. Not that I had a bad week last week. But it was a busy week, so not one conducive to research, which is a most necessary thing if one wants to write intelligently on CRT. Lord willing, I will take up that subject again next week. But for now, I thought I'd return to one of my favorite yet recently neglected topics, immigration. More to the point, the role of the Roman Church state in fostering immigration treason against the American people. For a number of years now, I have argued in this space that one of the leading unindicted co-conspirators in America's ongoing immigration disaster is the Roman Church state. Rome has been using immigration since at least the first half of the 19th century to subvert the Republican government of the United States. But for all Rome's obvious efforts to this end, it is a very rare immigration writer who points this out. One of the best places for seeing just how aggressive Rome is in pushing costly and aggressive immigration, migration and refugee resettlement policies is United States Conference of Catholic Bishops, USCCB, website under its news section. I've been following this news feed for years, but never once have I seen a single immigration press release that did not promote immigration policies destructive to American. The past few months, the USCCB has been oddly silent on the immigration front. I'm not sure why this is. One possible explanation is related to an important rule among salesmen, when you make the sale, stop talking. Since Joe Biden's inauguration, note well, I do not say election, in my opinion, the 2020 presidential election was the most obvious case of election fraud I've ever seen, but that's another discussion, the USCCB has gotten pretty much everything on its immigration wish list. A massive surge of illegal immigration on the southern border from largely Roman Catholic countries, I increased American taxpayer-subsidized refugee ceiling, temporary protected status for people from Haiti and Venezuela, and renewed talk of making DACA permanent. But for all that, the USCCB just couldn't hold its tongue any longer and just last week renewed its calls for more mass immigration, all paid for by American citizens. The first of these was a press release on June 15 titled On Anniversary of DACA, Migration Chairman Reaffirms Need for Congress to Act. The piece goes through the usual calls for me DACA-eligible individuals, the so-called dreamers, to be granted relief. So what does relief in this context mean? Oddly, the press release doesn't quite get around to specifying. But given the stance of the USCCB and the Roman Church state that immigration is a right, and a right that must be paid for by the citizens of the receiving nations, it most likely is another attempt to allow these non-citizens to remain in the country while continuing to receive welfare, and with a hope that they will eventually be declared American citizens by a future immigration reform bill. What I find so galling about this tone of this and all other press releases from the USCCB is that it shows infinite care for the migrants while never acknowledging the enormous burden programs such as DACA impose on the American people. The press release speaks of addressing, the root causes of migration. But just what is meant by this? Could it be the incompetent political and economic policies imposed by the Roman Church state on the nation of Latin America by Rome? By root causes, could Rome be referring to the massive unbiblical and unconstitutional American welfare state, a welfare state that is largely the result of lobbying efforts by representatives of the Roman Church state, which acts as a giant magnet encouraging people to illegally immigrate to take advantage of the fabulous cash and prizes they can potentially receive as a reward for breaking the law? 
by root causes, is it possible that the bishops mean the ridiculous American practice of granting birthright citizenship to all children born on American soil regardless of the citizenship status of the parents? The answer to all three questions is, of course not. By root causes, Rome likely means poverty and climate change. And in the eyes of the bishops, beholden as they are to Rome's incompetent and evil economic and political dogma, such a situation requires that American citizens foot the bill for a problem largely the fault of Rome itself, poverty, or one imagined out of whole cloth, climate change migration. The other nonsense press release last week from the USCCB is titled U.S. Bishops Migration Chairman on the Observance of World Refugee Day, June 20. The basic definition of a refugee is a person who flees to a foreign country or power to escape danger or persecution. No doubt, there are such persons in the world. As Christians, we can have compassion on them to the point of where we can give of our own resources if we feel so moved. But Rome is not a big believer in private charity. Rome is all about convincing politicians to use the government's gun to extract wealth from its citizens and give it to refugees or those who claim to be refugees. In other words, Rome views refugee resettlement as another government welfare program. But according to the Bible and the Constitution, the federal government has no authority forcibly to take money from American citizens and hand it over to foreigners, even those who have suffered real persecution. The proper name for taking of property from Americans and distributing it to refugees is theft, which is forbidden in the Eighth Commandment. By encouraging the U.S. federal government to steal property from Americans and give it to refugees, the USCCB is in a better of theft. By actually participating in the process of resettling refugees in the United States at taxpayer expense and receiving government money to do so, Catholic Charities is itself participating in this act of theft. But Rome is not run by stupid men. Far from it. The members of the USCCB are highly skilled, like their father, at the art of appearing as angels of light. How do they pull that off? By appeals to pity. In the USCCB's World Refugee Day press release quoted above, one bishop quotes Pope Francis, the current occupant of the office of Antichrist calling for people to be compassionate and show tenderness. As Christians, I agree that we ought to be compassionate and show tenderness, principally to our own families and to the household of faith. But that's not what the bishops mean. They mean more government welfare for migrants. Government welfare and Christian charity are worlds apart. But by appealing to pity, the member of the USCCB and their boss in Rome attempt to blur the difference. Americans are often treated to a chorus of calls for comprehensive immigration reform, many of which calls come from the USCCB. I'm for comprehensive immigration reform myself, but the meaning I attach to that term is quite different from what the representatives of the Roman Church state do. Rome, now that it has its Pope Francis-approved, Catholic, and Democratic president in the White House, has been turning up the heat to flood the United States with immigrants, both legal and illegal, for the purpose of Romanizing America, undermining our independent republic and ultimately folding this nation into Rome's long-hoped-for system of world government. And it's not just the USCCB that's pushing this agenda. According to an article on the Ignatian Solidarity Network, yep, it's the Jesuits again, shocking. A wide-range group of Catholic organizations, including many connected to the Society of Jesus, Jesuits, throughout the Americas, is encouraging Catholic bishops throughout the United States, Mexico, and Central America to work collaboratively to protect migrants and improve life in the communities they are fleeing from. In a letter dated June 17, over 160 organizations urged the leaders of the Catholic bishops' conferences in the United States, Mexico, and Central America to hear the cries of our brothers and sisters on the move and respond with bold leadership. 
Noting the promise of a new U.S. administration to address the root causes of migration the group highlighted three key areas for collective action by the Catholic Church, 1. Responding humanely to increased migration, 2. Putting immigrants in the U.S. on a pathway to citizenship, and 3. Addressing the underlying conditions that force people to migrate. Oddly, the USCCB, the Jesuits and the Pope never quite get around to saying who's going to pay for all this collective action, but obviously it's going to be you and I as American citizens. American Christians beware. Your nation is being stolen from you by the combined efforts of the USCCB, of the Jesuits, of the Pope and their henchmen in the White House and others in the party of rum, Romanism, and rebellion.